gave you this idea. Uh -huh. And I said, hey. You said, it'll I, be fun. I it'll picked, be fun, you said. I hadn't picked my five people. <laughs> and I said, I, I want to do this. This just seems interesting. It's lighthearted. It's a fun way to end the show. Yeah. Last episode, Easy. we did a story from the Zook archives, uh, you know, and, you know, just something different to mix it up. And you immediately just went like, I, I said, I, I think my exact <laughs> words were, I can't believe that you did this to me. <laughs>
entailed you carrying our entryway Ikea mirror into the garage because for some reason I need a mirror when I work out. It's just like motivating and you sure. can see if you have good form and stuff. And I had been using the Tone It Up app, which is my recommendation of the week, which I very much am enjoying. I got my yoga mat, I got my mirror, I got my Tone It Up app sitting on like a shelf in our garage that we don't use. And I got into like good three or four days of that routine and then the rain came. And for some reason- You did work out one day though when it was yeah, raining. Yeah, when it was raining. Yeah. And then it was depressing and I was like, I don't wanna yeah. do this anymore. Yeah. Um, so the rain has kind of you know taken a toll on us. However, I think overall I feel okay. And I feel like we're handling it the best we can. We're getting work, some work done, which is good. Um, you know, we haven't had too many squabbles. We've had a couple work-related squabbles, but overall, I feel like we're handling it well. Yeah, I think everybody- Again, we have no responsibility, so we should, yeah. we should <laughs> yeah. be doing okay. But I think everybody watching or listening to this is finding out very quickly that it's just every day is an adventure. Right. And so the simplest things can set you off, and it really has nothing to do with that thing. I think it's just, you're not getting the exercise, you're not relieving the stress, you're not having the distractions, you're not getting out of the house, you're not separating for as much as you're used to. Right. And I just think so So many of us are just, you know, you, you resist that and then you start arguing or you start bickering or doing whatever. And I think as much as I try not to project out into the future and play the what if game, I think there's something about, like I think it's a natural thing that creates anxiety for human beings when we just have this big question mark. Yeah. Like typically in your life, you can have some type of milestones where you're like, we're gonna go on this trip in the fall. We're gonna do this next year. Our big goal for this year is blank. And to have all of that kind of erased and, and replaced with a big question mark is anxiety inducing for anybody, yeah. much less someone who struggles with anxiety. The one thing I don't wanna have you guys have anxiety about is what you may have already noticed if you're someone who watches these or listens to these episodes right as they come out, is that we switched the release from what was basically Sunday mornings, Monday to Thursday. Whoa. And we're gonna talk about why that release changed for this show specifically because we're working on something else, which we will give you all the details of how we got to that. Would you, uh, say, would you say that the release of the show has uncertain timing? No, because I just told them the certainty. Well, yeah, but it was Monday before. Now it's uncertain. Maybe they were feeling uncertain I, okay, about that. Okay, fine. The <laughs> I was trying to make it work. Okay. All right, so that's just a little housekeeping note. So Thursdays, we're going to continue with the uncertain times. Recording for you just what's gone on in our lives in the past week, what we're thinking about. We're not here to share the news. We're not here to talk about how best to stock up on toilet paper because who the hell knows at this point? I mean, we're all just down to like whatever rolls you got left. So, now, are you going to tell the people why we're moving to Thursday? Is that yes, your segue? Yes, that, that comes, nope, that comes after this next topic that was a little seed planting. Okay. So I planted the quarantine five, okay. which is, you may have already known by the we're title planting of this. planting just a, an array of garden A lot items. of seeds. It's just a whole garden. You know, yeah. you're, everyone's just baking, they're gardening. Anyway, so I sent out a tweet this past week and I did it on purpose because I wanted to bring it up during oh, this you discussion. you on purpose? Wow. To see what the results were and then we could talk about it. So obviously very small sample size here. This is just people who follow me on Twitter and take a survey. Uh, in fact, 84 people answered this survey, so take it for Not what bad. you will. But my question was, are you continuing to spend money on business-related digital products right now? Online courses, programs, memberships, templates, eBooks. And my four options were lower price stuff only, investing even more right now, haven't changed spending, not buying anything new. Mm -hmm. Did you see this? Because you've did. been on and off Twitter. So you, do you know the answers, the results? I didn't, I don't do surveys. No, no, I just meant, to, oh, so you, if so, you didn't press it, you didn't know the answer. Oh, okay, fine. So what do you think the number one answer was? Lower price um, stuff, investing I more, haven't changed, not buying Haven't changed. Haven't changed spending, the number one answer, 39% of people. Wow. 
Wow. So it's kind of interesting. Again, talking about a small sample size here. Right. But, but yeah, I just it's also in Twitter is a place where I think a lot of people who buy digital products are t typically on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's a good audience. Okay, so that was number one. What's number two? I also have a theory about this, but oh, go on. Okay. What's number two? Um, and stop, stop spending. Not buying anything new. Not buying anything new. Number two. Good job. 38%. So very close. Oh, very close. Those two. Okay. All right, so now you have uh, lower price stuff only and investing even more now. Lower price stuff only. Lower price stuff only, 16%, and then <clears throat> investing even more now, 6%. Which I was surprised that there were any investing even more nows. I'm not, because I do think some people are like, this I mean, is the time, like what else are you gonna do? Nothing surprises her, folks. One theory I had about the isn't changing my spending habits is I was thinking about the type of person who buys the things that you listed, which are like digital goods. And I was thinking that the type of person who does that is somebody who already has a digital business maybe, or, well, or like is digital savvy. So maybe they yeah. have some type of digital business, which I think are the type of businesses that aren't hit quite as hard. I also thought it was the type of person financially, kind of like us who you know that investing in yourself is something that you really enjoy doing. Right. And so you want to continue learning even during all this time when money might be getting tighter, you might be losing right. clients, you might not be having the same revenue, but you also don't want to slow down on building skills and getting better at things and keeping up with right. what people are doing. And maybe a lot of that has to do with the folks who are trying to figure out their businesses during these things and they have a business like yours and they're saying, hey, I have figured something out. Like here's an ebook on what I figured out and it makes sense to buy. I don't and, know if that's specifically and happening. what but. we have been learning because we just had our budget meeting that we have once a week is there's all these areas of your life that you didn't, like that are going to have unforeseen savings, things like eating out, things like shopping, like nobody can see your clothes. Like, yeah, no, yeah. And also you're not going to Target and other places right, right where now. you like impulse buy. If you are, like you are not following the rules. <laughs> Stay home. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of interesting is like uh, those places that are naturally going to be cut back for you already. Like we would, we would much rather cut back in those things and then still invest in ourselves or like, like if, if I had a really great, you know, UI design course that I found, I yeah. would buy that. The only thing that that tweet kind of led me to also explore was just, I have this weird feeling about continuing to pay large corporations for things that I'm not using. So my specific example is our membership to 24 hour fitness. Mm -hmm. I... And I don't mean, I don't mean say this to be mean. I don't really care if 24-hour fitness as a business continues to exist. Now, someone like Squarespace, Adobe, all these companies that I really like, they're huge companies, I want to keep paying them. I, they make sense to keep paying. But someone like 24-hour fitness, like, I just, I don't get enough value from you and I don't feel like you actually care about me. That that's the, those are those types of businesses where I'm like, I really wish I wasn't paying you right now. I mean, I get what you're saying, but you do have to think about the fact that like real people work at those businesses. No, I understand like, that. Real people, no, I understand. if that business goes under, are going to have a really hard time. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, and, it's, and that's subjective, right? Is like different brands mean different things to different people. And so if anything, this has taught you like that is not a thing that you particularly want well, to be paying for. And certainly not when you're not using it. I would be happy to pay for it if it was a gym that I liked. That's the yeah, other yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, there's no gym around us that I like, and you know, like Equinox would probably be the only one if we're going to get super bougie about it. But we're also just not going to spend that amount of money on a gym. Like, I would rather just I don't know figure something else out. Yeah, I'm uh, never going to be able to yeah. stomach that. I did see a, a headline though that uh, Equinox, if this doesn't return like back to normal within a certain amount of months, they might have to file for bankruptcy. Which is crazy to think that the most luxurious, highest price gym is going to be the first to go. Uh, you keep saying that like you're surprised, but I would think that the, f 
that the most expensive gym would be the first to go. But I also think about like, when you think of a gym, it's all pretty standard in equipment and design and all these things. Like if you compare 24 hour fitness to Equinox, it's like the locker room is just a little bit nicer. The showers are just a little bit nicer. The weight room and the weight equipment is just a little bit nicer. But it's see, not to me, that's contradictory because you just said that the only gym that you would like is Equinox. Yeah. So that little bit nicer is what makes the difference? For sure, absolutely. Well, then it's just confusing because you're here being like, it's not that different. And then you're being like, no, but it's different. I would pay for it. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm you're just contradicting yourself a little bit. Oh, I've confused myself. Anyway, the, the point of what I was trying to make was I think Equinox still has solid profit margins would be my guess on I a see. membership for their gym because they charge so that's much what, and the difference the is so little. I see. It's still different. It's still very different, but it's also an exclusivity thing and anything else. Anyway, way now down this rabbit hole Now we're one of those podcasts here. that's like pontificating on like, like we don't know. I just, I just thought it was, and I got some responses from people too. So I thought it was interesting. No, no, no. To I'm up. just saying, you know how, <sighs> no, you know. This how, is, this is what we're talking about, <laughs> folks. You get quarantined, you're like day 37 and now you're just like, Oh, you want to tell me your feelings and thoughts about our gym membership and how you feel about oh the God. weights that they bought? I don't think so. That's exactly And then exactly. I'm just here like, yeah, I mean, I guess I should never talk about gyms. No, you know? I was commenting on the fact that you and I have mentioned that we listen to podcasts and they go off on these yeah. like tangents about like just like complaining and pontificating about uh -huh. things that they don't know a lot about. And I don't right. want to be one of those people. I'd rather talk about like... Okay, I'd rather, instead of talking about, is Equinox a gym that we don't use going to go under? Let's just talk about what are we're, what we're doing. Is our business going to go under? Let's talk about that. You oh. get what I'm saying? So don't have any of my own opinions or thoughts as I'm hearing. Just kidding. All right, let's move on. This is going south quickly. Uh, or is it going north? Why don't things, why is south bad in that expression? Because it's like on a chart. I think it's going south. That's what you think? I don't know. Do you know? I mean, we just determined the other day that you didn't know that South was false, bottom on false, the map. False, 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 false. We determined, I, I resumed playing Breath of the Wild for everybody who's listening or watching. And I just, I, oh. I can't stand the fact that there are other people that are now just finding it and I just need to start playing it again. AKA our friend Caleb started yeah. playing it. It had been a year and, and a half. Had FOMO. Year and a half since I played it. It's an amazing in. game. Uh, but what we figured out, the thing we figured out is that the map does not change in orientation as you look at it. And so when like I'm zooming into the map and looking at different things and I turn, I'm only turning me, I'm not turning the map. And I didn't understand that, I didn't, th I didn't think about that. So, but I do know south, down on a compass. All right, we're ready to things, move on? But things are about to go back up north. <sighs> wow, this, turn, is, this whole episode's really been a roller coaster. We're gonna turn it around, it's We'll fine. see if people make it through the like uncomfortableness I of think it. I think that they are, maybe it's too real for comfort <laughs> right now. Maybe they're hitting pause and they're like, hey honey, come here, come here, have a seat. Do you remember that argument that we had about the big forks and the small forks switching places Does and the Does this remind you of anything? Utensils? Does this remind you of anything? Watch how she handles uh, him talking about a gym. Yeah, do you want that to be you? Then put the forks in the right spot, okay? Okay, by the way, so you guys know, big forks always in the back, all right. So we had this idea, as we talked about planting seeds, our little garden here, our business garden yeah. that we're, we're planting for you in this episode. We have been trying to think about like, what, what is something that we can do right now that's not you know charging money for something, but is trying to give back in some way is also maybe something stimulating or interesting for us. And you came up with this idea um, that was loosely called stay at home space. No, stay at home page. Stay at home page? Like your home page. Remember we oh. were gonna redesign home pages? Like stay at home space. Well, that was wrong. Again, here I am. We were the idea was 
I was gonna try to redesign someone's homepage for like a couple of hours on a Friday, A, so that person gets a, a brand new website, and then B, so other people can see like, okay, here are some ideas about web design and creating a website that works for you, hopefully, so that when all of this is over with, you have a brand new, um, fresh looking website. And so we thought about it, the idea evolved a bit. Yeah, well, we went through kind of just some thought exercises with it and we were like, well, how helpful is this? And it's a lot of time for you. It's a lot of energy for you. And that's something we definitely are trying to conserve right now because as someone who deals with anxiety and just, you know, the weight of things. It's just unpredictable sometimes. Yeah. And, and we don't want to lock you into a certain amount of work with real no outcome for us other than just maybe just being generous and doing something. And not that everything that we have to do has to have an outcome for us, but right now with a very limited amount of time, and I think a lot of people might be able to relate to this is I want to maximize at least the most of what I'm doing. So yeah, I wanna be generous and I wanna do things, but I also wanna make sure that if I'm spending time on something that there's some type of return for what I'm doing. So we, we were talking about this on a walk and many days ago when we were still able to go outside <laughs> and we were trying to figure out, okay, what could this look like? What could this change into? And then we sat down yesterday and we had a big meeting just about what does the next bit of time look like? Yeah, because we had these well-laid plans in December and January, and those have kind of gone to shit, as I'm sure they are for most people. If I'm being totally honest, the past month has really kind of like just been like a weird amorphous time-space continuum where I just feel like I've been in my little bubble and I've been working on Tea Tree, which we've talked about many episodes before uh, of redesigning the uh, user interface. And that's been my like little task that I get to do every day and it makes me feel good but I've kind of been not allowing myself to think about anything beyond that. And as Jason said, we had these very clear like revenue goals and very clear um, plans throughout the year in order to keep our business going. And one of those was planning this bigger launch in May of yeah. our coaching program, mainly because we don't know if we wanna do the, at least the monthly um, live group coaching sessions after this year. And so it's a six month program and so, you can't really keep selling it in July or August when you don't know if it's gonna be in January or February of the next year, if that makes sense. So basically our last sales window was going to be in May so that people could hop on board and get it through the end of 2020. Yeah. And so when when Jason said we really need to have a meeting to like talk about like how all these timelines are being affected, I honestly didn't realize how quickly the middle of May was coming up. Yeah. Which is, it's like- I mean, you should have realized a, a month it out basically. because it's your birthday. It's my birthday. It's your birthday. Not today. Um, middle of May is my birthday. So we had to have this conversation and that really did help me. I think taking that month and not putting that on my plate was helpful because now I can come back and go, okay, I'm ready to readjust some things and shift our focus. Again, it's just this pendulum for us. Like this is the thing about having diverse income streams. We shifted our focus to tea tree. We got the ball rolling on that. Now we need to shift it back to coaching and really give ourselves give the attention to that for the next month and then we can shift it back again. But all of that is to say the idea was let's kind of figure out this idea that I had about the homepage and fit that into kind of an interesting content campaign for um, to, to get the word out that we're gonna open coaching in May. Yeah, so what we looked at was, okay, how many weeks between now and when we technically had this launch planned for opening up our coaching program and basically saying like, this is the last time we're selling it for this year. So if you're gonna get in, get in now. And all of those weeks leading up, what can we do in those weeks? And so the first thing, the first thought we had was, well, let's just send like a helpful email, maybe write an article and do all that. And 
We've just done that many times over. And while that can work, and it is something that we definitely want to know that people should do if you're in that process, we've done it so many times that we just needed something new. And so I, I kind of, when we were talking about this, I was like, let's just put that aside and let's try and think of something that we would like to do. Something that would be fun, that would interest us, that may also give back in some of that like generosity thing that we were thinking about with the stay at home page slash, page slash space, which the name is still TBD. Uh, on that previous version because there's some, you know, dissension. Uh, but what could that all look like? And so we really started to sit down and go, well, what, how about this video thing? How would that fit? And so where we landed, and the name is still the actual name, not the one that I'm joking about and being silly about, uh, we haven't figured out exactly what we're gonna call the series, but every week we're going to take a small business owner from our community, from our email newsletter list, who's gonna submit a survey that we're sending out this Monday. Uh, so by the time you watch this, it's already gone out. And we're going to look at their website, look at their marketing plan, look at their email, everything that they're doing, and basically kind of rebuild what they should do moving forward. Yeah, or what we would recommend. Yeah. If they were someone in our coaching program and we were giving them one-on-one -on -one, uh, coaching feedback, what would we say? Like, okay, great. You, these are a couple of ways to improve your homepage. This is how to make your audience much more clear. This is a great lead magnet that to create. Like, here's kind of an audit of your content. It's a checklist of about 10 things that yep. all kind of tie back to the previous coaching sessions that we've done. And um, so, and then the idea would be to record a short video and um, create a blog post that's basically like, okay, here is the makeover version of what this person can do to use this time to basically reimagine their business and bring it back stronger um, in the future whenever things do kind of pick up again. Yeah, so it's really trying to take all of the expertise that we've gained over the years in streamlining websites to be very efficient for the goal that you have for your business, getting a marketing plan that attracts people and gets them into buying or at least signing up for your list so that you can continue to talk to them and market to them and do those things. Um, and then just having a strategy that you feel good about with content and audience and those things moving forward. So uh, as Caroline mentioned, we're gonna make this kind of 10 point checklist that we're gonna go through for each of these people, but the outcome of this for everybody else and what we'll also be doing here on YouTube is to record you redesigning the homepage and what changes you would make. Um, us both talking about kind of their marketing, what we call marketing bridges. So it's like getting people that are over here on an island over to your castle, which is your product. And how do you connect those two things? And just sharing how we would break down that entire process. And we just thought that would be a lot more interesting and compelling to read where you get this case study of, here's what we would do if we were in your shoes. Here are the things we would change, the things we would tweak, and they're all doable. They're all things, and, and kind of one of the names that we were throwing around for the series has right now in it, and I don't know if we're gonna actually use that, but it feels like just right now, during these uncertain times, a lot of people are just being like, please someone just tell me what to do. Yeah, And so what we're, can I do? We're hoping that in doing these, I think we'll be able to do four of them before we do this launch, is those four people will also have a plan, but then people watching and consuming that will go, oh, that's my business is just like that. I should do these same things. Right. And that hopefully that's really helpful for people. And then if it leads people into going, well, Jason and Caroline did this for free for these people. Uh, you know, I'd love for them to help me with my business. Now I'll sign up for the coaching. And then that becomes a little bit of marketing for what we're doing. Yeah. So we just some logistical stuff. And then I want to talk about the feelings that we have about all of this and like launching during all love, this. I would love to spend at least eight to nine minutes talking on about our the feelings. feelings. I know it. Yeah. Um, logistically, 
once we come up with an idea like this, we do a process that we call poot. Poot. <laughs> P-E-W-T. P-E-W-T. It's plan, estimate, wireframe, and track. And if you're curious about poot, you can, there's a recent uh, slider on our Instagram that I did on it. So that's um, Instagram dot com slash wandering aimfully you can check it out there and see what each one stands for and how we do it but it we came up with this at the end of last year because we were so tired of underestimating how long things would take and we wanted a way to evaluate projects before we ever got started to say like is this actually going to take more time than we have and it has been so helpful yeah. for us and so we just got done saying like okay here are all the tasks associated with doing this marketing idea here's who is responsible for each task here's the estimated time for each task and then we'll be tracking that in Asana. So that's really helpful. Um, but we have to like balance all of that with still not letting Tea Tree completely go. And then we're actually creating the coaching sessions because we have our April coaching coming up, which is on list building. Um, so it's a lot to manage, but I find that when you feel like you have a lot on your plate, breaking everything down into manageable bite-sized tasks. And then to me, the most important part is just saying what date you're going to do that task on. Yeah. Because I like the feeling of waking up in the morning and going, it's, I don't have to do the decision-making of what to work on. It's already been laid out for my, for me by my previous self. That said, I want to take a short amount of time to talk about just the feeling of promoting during this time and like yeah. all the feelings associated with that. Yeah. It is one of those things where we haven't promoted or marketed or done any selling, even verbiage. I mean, we took even the free, by accident, I forgot. We took the free coaching session that we've had in our email list for a long time out of the email. So we, we have been just the complete opposite spectrum of promotion and marketing during these almost two months now. Yeah. And, and for us, that was slightly intentional, slightly just, we just didn't know what we wanted to do. But there comes... Well, a, yeah. It was also just more our personal life, like yeah. losing plaques, then yeah. all of this hitting. It was like nothing felt right to be doing. So the best thing that we felt like we could do in that situation was just take a step back yeah. until something came, you know, felt right. Yeah. So where we kind of came after those two months, essentially, was, okay, but our business has to survive. Right. And we can't survive unless we're bringing in revenue. Like everybody else, we have to be able to make money so that we can live our lives and create things and build things. And so there, there comes a time when you have to say, okay, but I also have to do some business as usual. And so for us, what we really discussed and went through was, does this feel right? You know, are people still gonna buy? Are people still gonna be spending money? You know, that tweet, as small of the group as that is, it does give me a lot of, uh, I guess hope is probably the best word, but the people will be buying because it's not like they're all completely turning their businesses off. I right. mean, we certainly know in our lives, specifically friends and family, who their businesses have been completely shut down. But those aren't people that we would have targeted to be our customers anyway. Yeah, I think it's about all the things that you said. I think it's just uh, keeping your expectations in check and also just going, what's our other option? Like, we just have to try and we have to do it in a way that feels, the best word that comes to mind is tasteful. Yeah. We've always been this way. Like, I don't fault anybody for just doing the normal thing, but to me it feels like the best thing you can do in these situations is acknowledge the moment, right? So if we are promoting, or if we, a perfect example is this series, it's like we will be talking about the fact that the reason we're doing partially this series is because there are gonna be people who need to use this collective moment to be productive or to do work on their business or tinker with it because that's what they have time to do right now. Um, and so that's us acknowledging the moment and the collective like circumstances that we're all in versus maybe someone who just goes, I wrote these sales emails five months ago, I'm gonna use just 
use them as they are. Yeah. That's just never been our approach. Um, so, but yeah, I would be lying if I said it doesn't make me feel kind of strange going, asking people for money in a time when I know a lot of people have hurt, are hurting. But this is, this is also just on a personal note, a thing that I do, right? Which is I take on the responsibility of other people on my own shoulders. It's yeah. like, I can put the message out there and then it's that person's responsibility to say, money's tight right now, I'm not gonna join this co coaching program yeah. and that's not my responsibility to determine for them. Um, so I don't know if that resonates with anyone, but maybe it helps you see it in a different light if you feel like, oh, it's irresponsible to ask people for money right now. And it's like, well, you're not asking for money. You're telling people about a product you have and then they can make the determination of whether that's a good investment for them or not. Yeah, and I think a practical thing that we can do is always in our sales emails, there's a link at the bottom. There's a call out that says, if you don't want to hear about this, we'll resume our email newsletter as normal. Click here to be opted out. I think an easy thing is we just put that at the top. So at the very beginning of every one of these sales emails, we'll just have a big bold section that just says, hey, we're not you know, ignoring what's going on right now. And if this is not something that you can be seeing or your financial situation you know, is something where you're gonna be thinking about spending money that maybe you don't have, just click opt out. And you'll opt out and you'll get our emails you know, in a couple of weeks and everything will be fine. Yeah. And I think that's a good practical thing. And I agree with you, I, there's so much of this where in my gut, I wish that we just didn't have to sell anything. I yeah. wish we could just stay quiet all the way through, but we don't have that luxury. And maybe two years ago, you know, we had uh, more profitable businesses, we had launches for products that were going better, and we had more money in the bank, and so we could probably just weather the storm, live off of savings, and not have to do that, but right now we can't. And, and I think for a lot of people, that realization of, I do kinda have to still run my business and, and sell and promote, you have to wrestle with those feelings and you have to do like, like you said, you don't take on all the feelings of everybody else, but you also make sure that you're in check with yourself going, yeah, this is okay for me. This I can, lay my, I can yeah. lay my head down on my pillow and not you know, be upset that I feel like I'm taking money from people right now or anything. Yeah, and then it's a little bit of, I, you have to decide that you're not going to not care what people think, but you know what I mean? There is a little bit of letting go, knowing that some people are gonna judge you for it or some people are gonna think it's too early or, some people are gonna think it's the wrong thing to do and you just gotta go, you can't make everyone happy. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure we'll get a couple angry emails. I mean, we get angry emails even not during these weird times Part when you're selling course. things. It's just the nature of the beast. So um, I'll just be quicker to archive those. I'll just, <laughs> oh, you're gone. Ha! All right, let's get to the segment that everyone's been waiting for that maybe you just fast forwarded through to find. And that is our quarantine five. Your your. Character Quarantine 5. So uh, I heard a couple of people doing this on a couple different podcasts and they were doing it with their own spin. They were picking TV characters. And so I thought, well, why don't we pick fictional movie characters mm -hmm. to essentially think like you had to be quarantined with these people. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's in a house, maybe it's on an island, like mm -hmm. wherever you're gonna be. Mm -hmm. um, but they can't be like Superman. You know, it's got that was a, your rule. You said they have to. You said fictional, not fantasy. That's and and what they you can said. they can be like real people, like someone playing a real person. That's fine too. But I just didn't want to do like fantastical people. Right. Like so, don't ch don't choose all Avengers. Exactly. Like yeah. you know, it'd be great to have Chris Hemsworth yeah. and Chris Evans and Chris Pratt yeah. and just like a house full of Chris's. Yeah. Obviously, uh, that'd be a fun. That'd be a fun. Your top five Chris's to be quarantined. Oh, with. I've seen many ranking the Chris's. Yeah. Now, do you want to tell everyone <laughs> how this almost? Split us up. <laughs> so I told Caroline I, plenty of time. I gave you so much time in advance. For too this. much time, some might say. <laughs> Which is a dangerous thing because a lot of times I don't give you enough time. So now I have like too much time. So I have to find this window. I'm not saying, what a dance. I'm not saying it's an easy task. What a dance. Uh, so <laughs> what a dance. I, gave you, I gave you this 
idea. Uh-huh. And I said, hey. You said, and it'll I, be fun. I it'll picked, be fun, you said. I hadn't picked my five people. <laughs> and I said, I, th- I want to do this. This just seems interesting. It's lighthearted. It's a fun way to end the show. Uh, Last yeah. episode, we Easy. did a story from the Zook archives, uh, you know, and, you know, just something different to mix it up. And you immediately just went like, I, I said, I, I think my exact <laughs> words were, I can't believe that you did this to me. <laughs> so, because, first of all, I don't do well with homework assignments. Like when somebody else is like, hey, you now have an activity that you're mandatory that you have to do. Like my immediate reaction is like, no, yeah. no, I will not do you that. Die. You, you yeah. die. And so then I, like my, like I just told you my brain, I hate like anything about like rank your movies or do your movies because my brain suddenly is like, have I ever seen a movie? <laughs> do I know what movies are? Like, I don't know why my imagination just goes blank. And I'm yeah. just like, I don't, I've never seen a movie in my life. Yeah. And so it was really causing me strife. Every time you'd pass me in the house, you'd be like, do you have your five Did yet? Did you have five yet? Because again, I know that if we get too close and I haven't done a right. reminder, she's forgotten. And, and then, then it just, you know, it's I think not my, good. I think I just would groan at you every time. I'd be like, ah. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, when this got turned around was about an hour before we hit record and you're like, yeah. do you have your five? And I was like, I can't believe that you did this to me. And you literally were almost to the point, like I could feel it. You were about to be like, I'm, I'm we're not, not doing, doing it. it. We're not yeah, doing it. I, I, and I was like, but the people I don't, have to do it. don't know that they want this. I was stressed out but from a fictional thing that you had created. <laughs> anyway, and you said, well, just think about like uh, an actor and then go to IMDb and like look at the movie. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, IMDb? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know that we were allowed to use outside tools. Like I said that there were any restrictions. All I said was don't pick Superman, essentially was my well, only Well, I didn't know that you were using research tools. tools. Yeah, I had specific And so once codes. I had research tools, <laughs> cheat research codes. tools, I felt better and I was able to come up with my five and I am I All right. about it. So we're going to go through our five, but maybe while you're watching this, if five people pop into your head, pause if you're on YouTube, leave a comment with your quarantine five. That'll be fun to hear from you guys. So... Uh, leave your quarantine five in the comments. Five movie characters, fictional. They can also be real characters in the movie, but use the characters, not just the uh, the actor. Uh, and then don't do any like Superman or anything like that. Cool. All right, ladies first. Okay. We'll go back and forth one at a time. I think. And I don't, I'll be curious if we have any overlapping. I don't think we do. Okay. No, no, I, we don't. Um, I specifically, I told you, I think I took a different route on this than great, you did. Great. But I really thought about the different roles that I would want in my- I thought about the exact same thing. Really? Yeah, that I didn't tell like, you that when you told me that earlier. Okay. That's exactly how I thought about it. Oh, okay, that's cute. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll stay married. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But like the different roles. So, okay. and I, I have them named. So my first sure. role is fun friend. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And this is like a good like friend, somebody you can talk to, somebody that'll make you laugh really hard. Yeah. And that is the character Annie Walker from Bridesmaids, which is Kristen Wiig's character. Okay. And basically I would be the Maya Rudolph to her Annie Walker. Got it. And she's funny. And also side note, this is why she's a bonus. She bakes. Ooh, that is a she nice bonus. Nice bonus. And can like make stuff. So. Okay. That's a good first character. I'll stick. Thank you. I also have a fun character. So I like have, once I have a couple research tools, it becomes yeah. fun, but... I have Jimmy Callahan, which that name is going to mean nothing to anybody, a.k.a. Bick Mitchum. If Bick you saw Mitchum. the movie The Wedding Ringer, the Wedding Ringer. that is oh. Kevin Hart's character in The Wedding Ringer. Because you need the funny guy in the group. He also ran his own small business and is good at working in a group environment. Oh. And he's tiny, so he won't eat much. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mention on here. I'm going to spoil choice. it for now. I wanted The Rock in some role. Yeah. But I just wrote, he eats too many he damn too calories. Many. I also almost. He literally, he eats too many damn yeah, calories. I almost Sorry. had The Rock, but I was also like, he. He eats I, too much. 
don't Sorry. Know. Actually, I don't know why. Yeah. I don't think I thought that. All right, what's good. your next category slash person? Okay, I don't think you know this character, but this is my loving but no-nonsense mom character. <laughs> I okay? also have a character like this. You need, like, a nurturer. <laughs> you need somebody that's going to, like, just hug you, yep. make you tell yeah. you it's okay. You're going to love mine when you hear That it. is the character of Marmee March from Little Women. I yeah, am going to go with the Susan Sarandon Marmee, not the Laura Dern Marmee. Um, also, she can make clothes, mm, you know? So, like, nice if, she, bonus. if she gets really bad, she yeah. can, like... Yeah. Fa fashion some things. Nice. She's used to dealing with like, you know, four different personalities with the girls and stuff. So yeah. she's my mom character. All right. Uh, similarly, I have Mr. Rogers, played by Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. You've never even seen that movie. That's not fair. It's completely fine. I didn't have, but there is, was no recommendation. That is a good one. Because Tom Hanks, a motherly character. Very motherly. Uh, great with other humans. I mean, I guess you would say, or paternal, but... Very low-key personality. Yeah. Super just low-key. Yeah. Could entertain the group and keep people calm. True. Can also make a bunch of little Puppets things. And Puppets stuff. train sets. Yeah, I almost said that because I thought Tom Hanks has to be in my house. Right. Uh, well, now that he's negative. Yeah. But, um... I thought to myself that I haven't seen the movie and I was like, that's cheating. And, but you there were no cheated. rules about that. Okay, okay. Go on. What's your next character? Okay. My, my next character is eye candy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I kind of have an eye well, candy. You're not in the house. Okay. All right. That's fine. I, I'm not in a movie. I'm not in a movie. You're not in a I'm movie. I'm not in a movie. Okay. Yeah. So I had to go with the next best okay. thing. Yeah, yeah. So obviously Ryan Reynolds. Right. Now I haven't decided if it's the proposal Ryan Reynolds uh -huh. or just friends Ryan Reynolds. Well, the proposal but, Ryan Reynolds is much more attractive. I, well, no, but Just Friends, by the end, he looks great. But, well, I guess by the But end, he's yeah. a little bit inappropriate. He is. And um, he is. the proposal Ryan Reynolds is cute and yeah. fun. Really good family values. But then at the end, he gets engaged to Sandra Bullock. So I think it didn't work out between them. Yeah, but she just passed. She passed. Sadly. <laughs> yeah. She. What about it just didn't work out? Real bad food poisoning. <laughs> she passed. So that he it could didn't be. Work out. So he could be completely detached. <laughs> All right. Okay. So my eye candy is not necessarily eye candy. Also eye candy, but funny. I'm just putting it on here. Um, this one is also funny. So this is my resourceful slash smart character. Fur box. Mark Watney oh. from uh, The Martian, played by Matt Damon. So he grew potatoes on Mars. That's your eye candy. Enough said. It's Matt Damon. He's very <laughs> handsome. I would be happy to look at yeah, him in the morning. Okay. Uh, good sense of humor. Extremely yeah. resourceful. He's so resourceful. He's You're a right. botanist. You're right. You need someone who's going to be able to You're grow right. food, figure stuff out. He grew potatoes on Mars. Yeah. I sh somebody's got to be a gardener. We're going to find out if you had anybody. Okay. Okay. I'm curious. I'm going to just guess. We have two people left. Do you have a protector? Yeah. Okay. Do well, the protector next. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to laugh that I consider this person a protector. But okay. yeah, I thought about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Your but, reaction. But before that, I have a, a more important, which is uh, good food person. I have a good food person too. Is we it, literally have the same about five categories. Is it is it Chef Carl Casper? Oh, so the reason that it's not Chef Carl Casper, Chef is Carl, that yours? Yeah, okay. Chef Carl Casper from Chef played by John Favreau. Because yep, he's also funny. This is my favorite movie of all time, by the way. I know, so Chef, why do you think yeah. of it? Uh, I did think of it, and then I'll you'll you'll I see why. I literally the reason I brought him to my quarantine house is because of that grilled cheese that he makes in yeah. the movie, and I want that. So the only reason why I didn't pick Chef Carl Casper, yeah, because he had the blow up. He had the big, the oh, big emotional the blow up. I know, but by the end he's evolved. So this uh, is doesn't matter. Post movie. I Chef can't Carl deal Casper. with a person like that. So instead, yeah, I chose former CIA agent Julia Child, played by Meryl Streep in Julia and Julia. 
Whoa! Wait, so, former CIA agent? Yeah, Meryl St or uh, Julia Child was a part of the CIA. You didn't you didn't hear about all this afterwards? Wait, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, go down the rabbit hole of that. So Julia Child, you get amazing food, right? Obviously, you get a motherly person, so it's yeah, another great another caretaker. Great character, Meryl Streep. You get Meryl. Well, you she's not Meryl in this. It context. doesn't. It, she's always Meryl. okay. But can I give you a counterpoint? Sure. I don't know that I could handle Julia Child's voice on repeat for that long. That's okay. You don't have like, to no offense to Julia, but like, yeah, you know okay. that voice? All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, I still fine. think I'll take, wait, wait a second. CIA agent? Julia yeah, Child? Yeah, look it up. Look it up. Go down the I rabbit hole. I don't trust you. Okay, look, go down. Look it up afterwards. Okay, my last one is- The protector, <laughs> quote unquote. Okay, actually, I put entertainment slash muscle. Okay. Because this person, I think, satisfies well, both. We definitely don't have no, anybody don't have who match. One. Yeah. Um, it's- the character of P.T. Barnum from The Greatest Showman, which is Hugh yeah, Jackman, yeah. because he will sing you show tunes. And I think he'll come up with like game. He's like very like creative and uh -huh. silly and he'll come up with like games and things to do and entertain everybody. Right. But also it's kind of Wolverine too, you get. You don't, um, <laughs> you get P.T. Barnum. I know, but he's strong. Just out of curiosity, as we wrap your five up, who is going to protect you out of that group? P.T. Barnum. The false. <laughs> who, protect me from what? Anything. Like what? People attacking your camp because they is know that, that you have food. Your camp? It, we're, it's this quarantine. It's not zombie apocalypse quarantine. <laughs> it could get to that. You don't know. Okay. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> Who's going to protect you? Um, Who's well, first gonna... of all, John Favreau, okay, Chef Carl Casper. Who's going to okay. grow your food? Chef Carl Casper. He's, he knows about farm fresh, farm <laughs> table. Listen, farm you table. picked a really great party. You picked a great party. Yeah, that's what I don't think you're going to survive. Right all right, my final person, my hey, protector. Man. No. no, that's the part of it that's fun, is you get to go back and forth. No, the part of it that's fun is somebody <laughs> telling you what the rules are and you doing it right. You and did getting it right. an A+. Plus. That's you did an A+. Plus. My final person, Katniss Everdeen, the girl on fire, played by okay, J-Law. Hold on. Excuse me, hold asterisk. On. Hold on. Hold on. I consider Hunger Games fantasy. I just said that they couldn't be like a fantastical character, like Superman or have powers or anything like that. Mark Watney is a made-up character. He doesn't exist. He went to a planet where people have not been and stayed so, yet. Okay, just because she doesn't like shapeshift, she's P.T. Okay. Barnum could be a made-up person. Who knows? Okay, uh, mm -hmm. the reason I chose Katniss, we need someone who can forage for food. She can do she's a great, a great job. Forager. She can hunt. Yeah, she's she good is that. a badass. Yeah, she's badass. And last but not least, in our house, when things go awry, what's she gonna do? Bring everyone together. She's gonna stand up for what's right. <laughs> Okay, I think it's clear that <laughs> A, we both did a great job, but hey, B- that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Also, we picked basically the same five categories, <laughs> with exception of the protector and the eye candy. <laughs> it shows what I value, which is musical theater yeah. above protection. Um, I think that this whole time you were thinking like, we're in The Walking Dead. Like there are zombies there. Sure, I just, what I did is I went, we're quarantined, but like, let's think about a year down the road too. <laughs> like what happens if it gets real bad? I wanna make sure I have a good group. What's your group again? All right, let's do our final recap of our five while everybody watching or listening to this is thinking of their five. So I have Mark Watney, the astronaut played by Matt Damon. Julia Child played by Meryl Streep, everyone's sweetheart. Katniss Everdeen, the girl on fire. Jimmy Callahan, a.k.a. Bick Mitchum, played by Kevin Hart. And Mr. Rogers, played by Tom Hanks. Uh, That's a good crew. The honorable mention, The Rock, in any movie ever, except he eats too many damn calories. That's a good crew. Your five? My crew is Annie Walker, played by Kristen Wiig from Bridesmaids. Yeah. Uh, Marmy March, the mother of the group from Little Women, yeah. but played by Susan Strandon. We've got Ryan Reynolds. We haven't decided. I think the proposal, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, 
We've got Chef Carl Casper from The Movie Chef. He makes grilled cheeses. And then P.T. Barnum, the entertainer of our group from The Greatest Showman, played by Hugh Jackman. Honorable mention, The Rock, because he's The Rock, but he eats too much. Yeah, he eats too much. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing this game. As silly... I, too, had so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> as silly and weird as it is, it was a great waste of time. And I hope that you watching or listening to this will do this either with your significant yeah, other... Yeah, we meet... We... If I'm going to do this assignment, you're going to do this assignment. <laughs> I need to know in the comments, what are your five? Yeah, what are your five? And if you're listening to this and you just want to like send it to us as a DM on Instagram or wherever, uh, feel free to do that or find the YouTube version. We hope this was fun. We hope it was a little bit of levity, a little bit of escape uh, from your day. We know this episode was a little bit longer than the normal, but we're just trying to share what we're up to, just trying to kind of bring you along on the journey, just show that we're two other normal people who are trying to navigate all the weirdness that's going on through all of this both in business and in life, and then also just trying to not kill each other in the process. Also, have you guys never had so many Zoom social engagements? Because <laughs> so my many. social calendar is way too full, if I'm just being yeah. honest. So we've yeah. got a lot of Zoom calls. We're doing our first Zoom trivia night coming up this week, so we'll let you know how that goes. Yeah. We're going to do a friend date tonight. Yep. Uh, totally separated. Six feet apart. So if Wait, you guys, more than six feet apart, yeah. but across their driveway, we're going to order food and go see our friends, but we're not going to touch them. Yeah. Uh, weird, but fun. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for watching or for listening. We hope you appreciate this. Again, as a reminder, these are going to come out on Thursdays, so make sure you subscribe on YouTube or subscribe on whatever podcast app you listen to of choice. Feel free to share this with a friend, especially if you want to tell them, hey, go listen to the Quarantine 5 and then let's do this. Uh, you can tell them to fast forward just that part if you want. And we hope that you guys enjoy the series that will be coming up on, we don't, haven't named it yet, but we hope it's helpful for you. And we hope if you have a business that it gives you lots of ideas of things that you could be improving during this time so that we come back stronger and better in the future. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you we'll next see week. See you next week.